Oh, hey there. This is not Jeram. And I'm Jeff Suarez Grant. This is Get With The Program. Yeah, here we talk about a question we have about online course design. As we help faculty build their courses, we have our own questions. Now, what's our big question for this episode? Is all feedback good? You know, I support this. All kinds of feedback are good, even the harshest, meanest feedback. Really? All feedback? Even when it's mean-spirited and not constructive? Like when you get feedback from a peer on your online course. Um, you know, we're, we're getting ready, actually, to train a cadre of faculty to become peer reviewers. I'm not sure I want them giving mean feedback to their colleagues. Well, being polite does not always help. They would not be compelled to do anything different. I mean, I think you can give balanced feedback that points out an issue, suggests an improvement, or along with like specific steps to take. I don't know. I feel like it's pretty hard to then uh, not implement that suggestion, you know, assuming that you're open to feedback from your, your peer. Positive comments do not compel faculty to action. A clear determination of when a course does not meet standards and consequences of not fixing it helps. It lets faculty know that you know, there's urgency to act. Sometimes positive comments can give the impression that everything's okay. The course is good in some aspects, but poor in others. But you can leave without taking action. Well, when, I think when you affirm what's working, um, that's kind of inherently positive. So when something something's working, that's a good thing. And then, you know, you must objectively confirm the parts of the course design that are working. That's, that's part of the review and certification process for online courses. I mean, I have no issue with a clear determination of which standards are met and not met, along with an explanation of kind of the potential consequences of, of uh, not adhering to that specific course design standard. Still, I feel like some of the language, like room for improvement, suggestions, even recommendations, is a little vague. If there are things that need to get fixed, aren't those required? Isn't it more honest to say that up front? This can help focus faculty attention on what they need to get done. Well, I mean, keep in mind that a, a review usually includes strangers reviewing the work of another stranger. You know, they're not colleagues. Uh, so I, I think it's important to use polite, constructive language because you can't really be sure how you're going to be interpreted. Also, like, don't forget these comments are being made in writing. It's easy to be misunderstood. And I think if your feedback's too strident, it might sting too much. And then the person being reviewed, I don't know, they might not want to continue the process or, you know, have a future course reviewed. I also believe, you know, you can still be polite but direct, you know, maintaining this balance. I think it serves two purposes, right? It keeps the person being reviewed, engaged, and willing to participate again while also telling them what to fix. I'm not saying well-constructed feedback cannot be useful. In a standard review, yes, this collegial, polite approach does work well. I think that outside of formal reviews, negative or even mean comments can be useful for you as a designer. And I think this someone assumes you have the skill and the self-awareness to process mean and exceedingly negative feedback. You know, it's a skill you got to learn receiving criticism. In my undergraduate experience at Art Center, actually, you know, professors certainly didn't hold back. You know, it was intimidating. And I remember several people kind of quitting in the first semester, you know, the first year. I thought about quitting. You know, I guess my question is, how can you be sure the person receiving your negative feedback is ready to receive it? I remember a piece of criticism that affected me greatly. Were you ready? 
what what made you see through kind of like the mean parts of that criticism and and how how did you take something meaningful from that well it was difficult after high school i thought i was a good writer and then in junior college i received an essay all marked up in red ink with notes and a low grade my essay writing style and even my approach to writing were directly challenged as had not happened before you know i was informed that i was not direct enough and it was pretty harsh criticism a, a takedown really however i remember it clearly and it helped my college writing classes tremendously that visceral experience stayed with me so it definitely sounds like it stayed with you you know looking back on it positively now i think it was a jarring experience because that was the first time somebody had challenged me like that. However, even in that conversation, Professor mentioned that the course was transferable to colleges like Berkeley. So the direct feedback was withering, but I knew it was, it was there to alert me to what was required to succeed at one of these institutions. Not every instance of criticism needs to be pleasant. So I'm curious, when did you receive the feedback? Like, how well did you know the professor at that point? Well, I just started the course. The professor knew that we were taken aback by the criticism and talked to all of us about setting high standards and encouraged us to go to office hours to talk about the grade. And that's what I did. It was early enough in the course, I remember, that we could implement changes and ask for further feedback before turning in the next paper. So yeah, I mean, this this criticism was intended to help you ultimately. You know, it looks like your your professor used that opportunity and, and kind of like their position of authority and power to put you on notice, but, you know, early enough so you could actually like implement that feedback. And it wasn't intended to just defeat you. It was, it was more like formative feedback. Sometimes a direct hit like that can be useful when framed within such an environment that values you. However, negative feedback on its own, I can think in isolation such as then you know that they don't think you will succeed, I think that's detrimental. I can just think about you know reality TV shows where judges attack contestants for their cooking, singing, dancing, just to get attention for themselves. Right, I see that. Like if, if you're receiving the, the feedback, the negative criticism in isolation, and the person giving you the feedback isn't available to like continue helping you or to help you interpret that negative feedback then you might just feel defeated. You know, that's why I think like if you're going to give super negative feedback, like you kind of need to stick around to make sure the person receiving it's okay and also kind of understands where you're coming from. Let's just say there wasn't a follow-up like that. I still think the point the critic makes, like for example, the food needs more salt, can be useful even if you get publicly shamed. Of course, abuse is never a good idea and the whole thing is a waste if you stop cooking forever after that right so i mean also like up until this point you know we've been discussing like how to give feedback but there's also how to receive it too and again like it's a skill you got to develop receiving criticism so yeah definitely it seems like it's really important to separate yourself from the work you have to recognize that the the criticism well usually is directed at the work and, and not you personally and, you know, because a lot of times that work has come together based on a number of factors, and, and some of which are not under your control. I also, it seems important to remember that, like, 
you know, poor delivery might also have something to do with, you know, the reviewer having a bad day and that they're kind of taking it out on you. Um, their, their approach might be different on a different day. And then, you know, also we've been talking about mean negative feedback, you know, but now that I think about it, I, I almost feel like the more malicious thing to do is not say anything at all and kind of let, let you continue along without any feedback. A critic ignoring your work is also a reaction to your work. It does not alert you in any way that what can or should be improved. It's almost like the worst slight. You know, it's hard to bear criticism of your work when you do receive it. I do think that's one of the hardest skills as a designer to separate yourself from your work and also to receive it to separate the critic from the criticism. Yeah, that's why I kind of feel like balanced feedback. You know, that's that's an important strategy because I think it also leaves you room as the reviewer to be wrong. You know, if you only express, you know, the harshest criticism and it turns out you're wrong, you know, will you be strong enough to, to walk it back or will you dig in, you know, with those roles reversed? Are, are you really ready to be criticized at that point? Yeah, it's a different thing when you're the one being criticized, isn't it? Um, well, my takeaway is how feedback is delivered is important for sure. Providing both evidence and the required tasks so shows that you're basing your recommendations not on your personal opinion, but standards, such as an online course design rubric. Feedback is also delivered within a context, a personal, social, cultural context. It's almost like a relationship. So polite feedback gives you some flexibility if you're wrong. It's a skill to take in and use mean and even wrong sometimes feedback for the benefit of the product. But I still believe that even mean or wrong feedback contains something, maybe an observation that's useful to you as long as it's possible to separate yourself from the work. I can see that's hard to do. And I realize that the positive, you know, aspects of feedback, you know, being polite, um, that that can obscure the tougher feedback if it's not carefully written. So there's certainly skill needed to get your point across, you know, to convey the gravity of not implementing the feedback, but to do in a way that, that still feels constructive. Feedback is critical to course design, and I hope you take advantage of it. I am not Jerome. And I'm Jeff Suarez Grant. This was Get With The Program.